Tabiso Musia on SAFM. Okay, we're joined uh, on the line here by one of our own in Cameroon, Lutolo September, the Head of Operations, Relations and Acting Commercial Special Projects at CAF. Three days to go, we've been counting down. Lux, good evening from us in South Africa. I know you've been hard at work. How is it? How is it on the ground in Cameroon? Well, good afternoon from Cameroon, but I know that it's evening <laughs> uh, in South Africa. Tabiso, and uh, more to all the listeners of SAFM. Good man, how are you doing? No, we are fine. We are fine. Uh, we know some of the journalists we've spoken to this week are speaking highly of the work that you've been doing in Cameroon. How has it been going? <laughs> Let's sleep. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we basically arrived here uh, in, in November. Uh, you know that the operations team and, uh, and a couple of other people who are quite keen to deliver have been here for weeks. Uh, I did speak to you a bit at some stage when I was here in Cameroon uh, before Christmas. Spent a couple of weeks here, really trying to ensure that we prepare for this competition. Uh, it's only a number of matter of days now. Uh, in the next few days, we will kick off the match. But I mean, uh, I know this is not the most popular view to say, but a lot of credit should go to the president of CAF, uh, Dr. Patrice Mutsepe, uh, tell me so. Maybe history remembers people after the effects, maybe. You know, I mean, the, the, the determination and how he has literally put everything on the line to ensure that this competition happens. And why this competition is so important to the lifeblood, to the livelihood, and the survival of African football. And I think, you know, I mean, uh, this is actually when you start realizing that uh, having the right people with the right, with the hearts in the right place is so important leading an organization like CAF at the moment. And uh, uh, you know that you know, a couple of weeks ago, there were a lot of discussions of, did it happen, is it, in, is it, is it on, is it off? Uh, but we had a, a leader who was very clear on where we're going. And uh, all of us from an administration point of view have to ensure that uh, we put, uh, you know, that goal and dream into, into practical, uh, you know, an implementation in the next couple of hours. Yeah, and how's the COVID situation? Because we've seen some of the teams have returned positive uh, tests, which which was always going to be expected. But how are you managing that as Kevin as the organizers? Look, I mean, the COVID situation is not a, you know, it affects everyone globally. Uh, if you ask anybody at the moment, they, um, they, they are, their biggest concern is, is COVID. You know what I mean? It's not just a Kev situation. It's a problem that affects everyone else globally. And I think we are not exempted to that uh, challenge. What is important is the processes that we've put in place at CAF, uh, working together with the health, World Health Organization, with the teams, with the Cameroon government. Uh, you know that we have already introduced a number of things, including the issue of vaccination for friends and uh, delegation people who are all going to be part of this AFCON. We have to ensure that we put a lot of measures in place for this, that are going to, because we want to you know, prioritize the safety of the people, uh, and this is what we have done in the care working with the Cameroon government and Seca Food. Uh, one, the vaccination issue. Two, the TCR issues, uh, which is quite important and mandatory to anybody else who will come close to the event. And disinfection that is happening at the hotels and uh, the protocols, tight medical protocols that are happening with players, with teams, and so forth. And regular testing, by the way, every 48 hours. Mm. Even myself, I'm subjected to test every time. <laughs> um, I don't know how many tests I've done uh, <laughs> in the last couple of hours, in the last couple of days. Sure, can imagine. And will fans be allowed in the stadiums, Lux? Yes, I mean, we are, the supporters are going to be allowed in, in, in the stadium. Uh, but we have uh, obviously agreed to the following. Uh, there will be a 80% capacity only for Cameroon games. 
The rest of the games are all going to be 60% capacity. This is to ensure that there is enough, uh, you know what I mean? We, we're trying to work hand-in-hand uh, hand with the government here to ensure that we mitigate the COVID-19 situation and pandemic. Uh, and I think, you know, I mean, uh, if you go to other parts of the world, they are putting 100%, but we are mm. still trying to put... Uh, I know that there's always a popular view that these Africans don't know what they are doing. Mm. They should often come to other parts. And our media in Africa sometimes play along to this one. If you think about all the best practices and the, and, and the protocols that we've put in place, CAP has probably implemented some of the most stringent uh, COVID-19 protocols at the moment. And um, also, and then what have you made then of this negativity, especially from Europe? It's a typical, uh, you know, thing about us African people. But the most disappointing thing is how, it's not how other people see us, but it's how we as Africans still see ourselves and how we play along to the agendas of other people, how we open everything that comes from outside Africa is gospel. You don't ask questions of why are they doing this? Why is it like this? Uh, other people are protecting their own commercial interests using whatever other excuse that is available out there. And Tina, we are being asked as Africans to sacrifice our own commercial interests mm. so that we can, we, can, we, can, we can keep on being consumers. And what I don't understand is how we as Africans don't pause and say, but why? Why are you saying this? Why are you wearing now your competitions are playing? It is okay for you, but you are trying to tell me I cannot play my own competition. That actually bring revenue to me. And I'm going to intend make sure that I don't come to you and ask for aid. Maybe it's okay and normal that Africa must only come and beg for aid. And we don't ask these questions. We should ask these questions, because they are quite important in who we are. I, I think this era in African football is, is a very special era, whereby the Africans were in charge, who are asking questions that many people maybe were not necessarily brave enough to ask in the past, to say, please, as Africa, we want to determine our own destiny. Give us the space to do this. And this is very important for us. Wonderful, Lux. We're going to have to leave it there. But on Twitter, Tido, I want to read this t- comment from Tido who says, Lux seems more accessible from Kev than when he was in Park Town. It's just a comment. I don't ah, think it's, man, a, it's a question. Ah, it's, just yeah, a, yeah, yeah. it's just a comment. That, but is, that is not true, though. That is not true, though. <laughs> but we appreciate <laughs> the time you've given us and, you and know, the insight. You know, you know. Yes, yes, no, no. You me. know that uh, you, and I, you and I used to fight all the time. Good or bad. Day. Yeah. Uh, good or bad. I mean, but and as I said, I don't really want to get involved in what is happening <laughs> in South Africa at the moment. I don't, I'm not, I don't stay in South Africa at the moment. And I always think... Once you've left the place, it's always wrong for you to always talk about this at the place. Because the place, the PSL, really contributed so much in who I am today. And uh, I know why that person is making the job they are making. But uh, I really don't it's quiet it now in Paktan. We don't hear anything in Paktan. Ah, and we all miss Lux now. Nah. You, you never know what you have until you lose it. Eh? Hey, people are appreciating think, you now that you are gone. I think uh, the chairman of that league uh, has always appreciated me. Um, and uh, so I didn't need to leave for me to know where I was in his heart uh, in the contribution of the organization. Okay. And the place is very special. still is very special to me. Okay, Lux. Let's leave it there. But you make a very good point because Euro 2020 went ahead in the middle of a pandemic in Europe and there were no complaints there. Lukolo September, we wish you all the best, you and the rest of the KEF team in Cameroon. We're going to end. I'm told we must end with a few voice notes because people are still sending voice notes about Novak Djokovic. Hey, Tabiso. I'm happy with the Australian, irregardless who granted who, what, or what. But at the end of the day, it shows that 
the Australian government really looks after its own people. It shows you how people take borders seriously. Whether they've given uh, um, Djokovic the, the, the visa or what, but at the end of the day, the Australian people have made their voices clear. So uh, Djokovic must step back. Good evening, member. You know, the issue of Djokovic is uh, not uh, about favors. The man has had COVID. The man has had COVID. What are you vaccinating him against? If you are vaccinating, you are vaccinating yourself from getting COVID. Djokovic had COVID in 2020, and he said he had mild symptoms. So you're forcing him to take a vaccine. What for when he had COVID before? So, I mean, it doesn't make sense doesn't make sense. People must start applying their minds. Viva Djokovic. Viva. There's always that one guy, ne? <laughs> oh, one more. Okay. Good, good evening, Taviso. This is very simple. This is what Australian wants. If Djokovic doesn't want to be part of what Australian wants, don't even participate. 